Love your doggies? The Greyhound Leader, RSN 927. And joining us here is Jason Adams. Jason, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Brendan, and back to reality this week after what was a huge week in Greyhound Racing last week. Yeah, massive build-up all through last week to the RSN Sandown Cup night, and Rajasthan caused one of the biggest upsets we've seen in Sandown Cup history. Yeah, a big one quite a few years ago with Bells are ringing, getting the job done at $51, and this is in the same league as that. Rajasthan getting up at 34 and Look, with all the hype around Tornado Tears and Alar Enchanted, we'll speak about them shortly, but I don't think anyone... Really saw Rajasthan getting up and, and getting the job done. He had minimal experience at group level, and even the win uh, in the world's richest race for stays on Friday night was just his fourth city win. So he's still pretty fresh in terms of racing against that sort of company, and it's been well documented about the, I guess, the, the character that the dog has. There's a few different versions of him that can turn up, but we've seen the best one um, come to the fore over the past couple of months, and it resulted in him winning. Uh, the big one last Friday night, and following the run, the emotion on track afterwards was just special, and I guess there was a, a little bit of a feeling about a, a fairy tale element um, surrounding the story. Of course, um, Rob Camilleri and Deb Coleman just got a, a few dogs, and of course the owners uh, headed by Tim Aloisi, who is a young fella, and it's good to see young guys having success in, in racing and, and investing in the sport, and of course following the race, I was lucky enough to speak to Connections immediately after wins. So firstly, we'll hear from Deb Coleman, who was behind the boxes. Then after that, Rob Camilleri on his way to the dais. I can't even talk. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. You don't know what that means to us and the owners. Rob, what an absolute thrill is. We heard from Deb behind the boxes before how emotional she was, and she said it's a, it's a life changer. Would you agree with that? It is, mate. For us, it definitely is. Like... Um, we've had a lot of bad luck in a lot of races and we've got the best bunch of owners you've ever seen in your life, gave us a chance with this dog and it's just karma, it really is, I'm not joking, they'll tell you the whole story when you speak to them but they're going to be over the moon, seriously. And just a brief backstory behind these owners and, and how you got this dog? Mate, they're a young bunch of blokes, they don't go buy expensive dogs but they've got a real good eye for a dog and look at their strike rates over the moon, you know, and they're just young blokes wanting to have fun in the game and, and look at this, it's just the best you can ever get. And what does this mean? I know you guys have, have won a few feature races in, in recent times, but this is the world's richest race for stays, and you've just won it. Uh, look, words can't describe it, seriously. Like, and to win it with a great bunch of people we've won it with, with Deb, and Deb, my partner, and the, and the kids and stuff, well, you know, words can really just can't describe it. So for us, it's something probably never happen again, so we're going to enjoy the hell out of it right now. Well done to Deb Coleman and Rob Kemmerley. They win a stack of races all over the place uh, on the provincial circuit as well as in town. But to uh, to cap it off with a Sandown Cup must be a really special moment for uh, for Deb Coleman and Rob Kemmerley. Allard enchanted the runner. It was absolutely enormous in defeat there. She was massive. And if you get a chance to go back and watch the Sandown Cup from last Friday night, give it a watch. Follow Allard enchanted wearing box number three and... As you mentioned, Brendan, she was absolutely huge and, and good on her as well because there was doubt surrounding her stepping up to the 700 metres heading into the, the Sandown Cup Series. Of course, she was outstanding in her heat and, and all doubts around her running out the trip were simply thrown out the window. And then in the final, she was just superb. Although she was beaten and, and now going forward, she looks at a legitimate threat to Tornado Tears. Obviously, he's been dominating the, the staying scene for some time, but from what we've seen... From Alan and Shand in the past couple of stars, it looks like she's got all that it takes 
um, to take it up to Tornado Tears in the, in the coming feature uh, races for stayers. Well, no doubt uh, the uh, the downgrade was in order there. The favourite of the RSN Sandown Cup on Friday night as Jason Adams rejoins us was Tornado Tears and nothing went right for the star and he had that awkward draw to contend. He did and it would have been one hell of, a, of an achievement for him to go back to back but wasn't the B. I think we all had those fears leading into the race about box six and the nature in, in which he races and he wants to find the fence and the quality of fear was never going to help him. I, I backed him in thinking his champion quality is getting him over the line, but even those uh, wasn't enough because those fears that we did have around the draw ended up proved to be a nightmare for him and he just barely got a crack at any stage of the race. And I was watching him go around and he, he starts to get a little bit of clear air down the back straight and probably looked half a chance, but then he was just put right into the fence and, and his race was over. So uh, disappointing, I guess, for, for everyone who wants the Stars to win, but uh, credit to Rob Britton, who uh, joined us on RSN Carnival on Friday night, and credit to him as well. It's not, it wouldn't be easy after a race like that to get up in, in, in front of a microphone and, and talk us all through it. But let's have a, a listen to what he had to say after the race. We thought before the uh, uh, race he could have been in trouble from that wide draw, and, and uh, he was never out of trouble in the race. Uh, I thought up the back that he had a chance to go through and then uh, the gap closed and he nearly went over the fence. So it was just one of those things that uh, um, it wasn't our night, but as long as he's pulled up well, that's all I ask for because there's another race around the corner. Well, the news wasn't all bad for Rob Britton. He had Neo Cleo win, another one of the group ones, a Sapphire Crown. She did, and she's just a jet, Neo Cleo. She's been a, a great greyhound at, at this sort of level for for such a long time and for various reasons over the past six months she's she's shuffled from kennel to kennel but she's never lost her form because she's just a just as professional as they come of course late last year we saw her take out the group one sale cup on on boxing day that was over the 650 meters and for me speaking to the different trainers around the block it's always difficult for greyhounds to compete at the highest level over the longer trip and then come back and match up with the sprinters. And that's what Neo Cleo's been able to do. Six months later, she's now a, a Group 1 winner over the sprint trip, and it's a remarkable effort by her and also Rob Britton to, to get her firing so early on in, um, I guess, her new career in, in his kennel. So she's won 33 of 66 now, so a 50% winning strike rate. You certainly don't do that with a bit of ability, a bit of confidence, a bit of skill, and that's exactly what she got. And uh, encouraging to see her pick up another big one. Couple of minutes off the first at Rockhampton. Orson Allen won the other group one, the Harrison Dawson, and he was awesome building on his already awesome career. Absolutely. He's just a serious professional operator is Orson Allen. He's won 29 of 56 now, and his second group one win and brings his prize money up to over $600,000. And it's just the, the manner that he races in, he, he just very rarely makes mistakes. He doesn't break five seconds of the first split, but he goes very close. And in doing that, he leads all the races and even uh, at this sort of level. So the group one Harrison Dawson last week adds to his Perth Cup win. And there's really not a lot more to say about him. He just speaks for himself. His record speaks for himself. And I know that that kind of cloud hanging over his head about retirement to start but hopefully we get to see him race out the rest of the year because he's absolutely at the, at the peak of his powers doing all the right things at the highest level Group racing scene wrapping up for the time being here in Melbourne and it heads north over the coming months to to Brisbane and Sydney? Of course Brisbane not too far away and after that announcement the other week of the, the $250,000 uh, race it's certainly going to be one that's uh, highly attended to by all uh, professional trainers and not only professional trainers but hobbyists with a, with a very good dog 
They'll be going up there to Albion Park. And, of course, in a couple of weeks' time, heat of the Peter Mosman up in Sydney, which is always a, a really good series. The runners are loading away for the uh, the first event at Rockhampton. Jason, we might head there, then we'll come back and have a quick chat about the card of racing on Thursday at uh, at Sandown Park. The 50 cents, Jason Adams, rejoins us. Jason, big night coming up at Sandown on Thursday. A Warrigal to Sandown, restricted win final, a middle trip restricted win final. They're on Nesta Memorial, and a nice little free-for-all then around out the quaddy. Absolutely, and I think most interesting as well, we see some of the heavyweights that we saw compete in Last Friday's Group 1 races back up for this Thursday night's uh, normal, typical graded card. And look towards race number four. It's a, it's a staying event, and we see that one we spoke about earlier, Ella Enchanted. Now, she meets a field that is, I guess, far inferior to the one she met uh, last Friday night. She will start short, but it's going to be really uh, good to see what she can do in, in that sort of class. Also, the Ron, Nest, Ron Nesta Memorial Final. Now, this is a, a really good race because see the, the proven stars like Aston Duke and also Donna Hunter come, come up against 8-Ball. Now, if you saw 8-Ball win last Friday night, it was very impressive in, in really fast time, and Donna Hunter was awesome in defeat as well. Uh, race number 7, uh, a 595-metre race. to see some stars engaged there. Slingshot and Hammer, of course, lined up in the Harrison Dawson last Friday night. Meets Lucy's Milo. We know what he's capable of. As you mentioned, the free-for-all. Often imitated to jump from box number one. If you saw her run last week, be watching her yet again. She come from last to win. It was a magnificent performance uh, and lines up in a really good field there as well. Jason, thanks very much for your time this afternoon. Anytime, Brendan. Have a good one.